0: Hello, we're back again. Trickway with Grey Gamer and myself, Trainspot and Trev. Oh, yeah, t shirts, yeah. What does that stand for?
1: Not just a cup, but now a T-shirt.
0: Oh, my shirt might be back to front. It looks back to front on this image, but it, yours looks fine. How is that?
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Because wait a minute, how's that happen? If yours is back, oh, you got to flip the image somehow.
0: But I still, uh-huh. it's still the same image i have always used. Ah oh, well, never mind. You get, you get the gist. It's stereo. It's <laughs> see like... now the
1: the funny thing is now I see yours correct and I see mine backwards because I know that it flips it the other way.
0: But we'll see what, happen- the, uh, yeah.
1: what
0: happens after. I, I, there's, I, prob-
1: there's, prob- there's probably a setting where you can flip your camera. I don't know.
0: Well, I'm not going to play by that now that we're, we're recording. No, no, but, no, no, but, no. but, but, it's left and right. It's stereo, so... I'll
1: be I'll be TTW and you'll be WTT. <laughs> it
0: what makes supposed- total sense. What's supposed to stand for um, the Trekway? But the Trekway, TTW. Um with a, blocks,
1: but hey, there
0: it is. Which is annoying me. I should have actually chose the the uh, proper uh, warp delta sign for here, and yeah. I don't think it would have been a problem. There's obviously there's um, copyright and whatnot, but for the yeah. company I was using, they don't really give a shit. Um, but it's the one I used. Oh well, it's close yeah, enough. That's fine.
1: That's the one we've been using, only just to try not to get people riled.
0: Yeah, Par- almost, Paramount, are not going to pick- Paramount are not going to pick on us, mate. Don't worry, not yet. Yep. Um, yeah, man.
1: We're really big, many years from now. Not myself,
0: myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the finale
1: we're to big, be We're big in our own minds, though. Speak for yourself. We are doing a, a review, by the
0: way. <laughs> we are, we are, just before we forget. Uh um, check Lower Decks, yes. Season 4, episode 10. The finale, the finale. Um... Season 4 finale. Can
1: you believe it's four years is? like It's hard to, like... Just I don't know, kinda of passed by. Is that a bad thing? Oh that's a good thing. All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, old friends no, new planets. The bad thing is we have nothing new until assuming it's still correct. Yeah, February. But I don't that doesn't mean that's gonna be the actual time. It could be February, it could be March, It could be April the way it's going. I don't know. Plus yeah. they're making less less track, uh and you know, and spreading them out. Plus we had the writer strike, plus the actor strike still is not over yet. So there's going to be a glut of no trek, and we'll just be watching reruns. The only thing we can hope for maybe is prodigy. If they, if they bring it to Netflix quick enough,
0: true Netflix could show um, it at any time, unless there's yeah, something I, in the contract to say that they can't.
1: The only thing I th- the problem with maybe Netflix, although I don't know what they're going to do. Um, since they have two seasons of prodigy, do they, Wait and they air only the first season and then hold back on the second. What they've got
0: then... the first season was that in the contract.
1: Well, the contract is a that period they get the rights to show it now, so that means
0: season one and the unseen season two. Oh, because it was the first season was taken off of Paramount. I don't think it's available, or maybe to Netflix. Wrong. It
1: is Nef- no, no Netflix bought the whole.
0: Yes, par- I'm saying par- it won't be. It can't be available on Paramount and Netflix.
1: Correct. So it'll be on Netflix. Both oh, wow. seasons. It's gone. It's what really I was gone. saying is, what I was saying is, I wonder if Netflix is going to put both seasons on right away, or are they going to put the first, wait a little while, then put the second? Which is what true. I think
0: yeah. Watch your space. Um, I hope that comes sooner rather than later, because really want to see the Voyager yeah. A. That'd be nice. Um, and we only all we have
1: is that one little clip that is still out there on season two, and it looked great. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is neat.
0: Just looked like a. Chunky Voyager, like Voyager, has not been at the gym for a while and put on. He's been hanging about with the fat boy, the Enterprise D, and they both gained uh, several pounds. Um, Just a bit. (laughs) Anyway, let's stop waffling. Um, So, season finale of Lord Dex, season four, episode ten, titled "Old Friends, New Planets," and this was like the last episode. Great, slightly longer because Mm -hmm. I guess last week's episode was building up to this. I guess it was a little cliffhanger at the end of last episode. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, the the beginning of this episode was a, one of the first times I've ever seen them go last week on lower decks. They that's hurry true. Up, they don't Plus, because they, they only know. had so much time, they just barreled right into it. They didn't even like waste any time. It was just kind of like, <laughs> boom.
0: They just went <laughs> for it. Yeah. It. yeah. Well, it's, it's what, seven minutes longer than usual. So, and there's a lot yeah. of stuff in it. So, yeah. Um, it is a slightly longer one. So, bear with us. Um, we actually get a bit of a prequel situation here where we go back to Starfleet Academy about 13 years ago uh, and we see a young uh, Nick Licarno. So He's obviously back in this episode, no surprise. Now, I didn't pick up this the, f- the last episode because I usually pay no attention to the credits, but I paid attention to the credits this time. And special guest, voiced by Robert Duncan McNeil, and I was like, hot dog in a hallway. What the hell Do is going ha- on there?
1: Doogie Hauser, among other things.
0: <laughs> Doogie Hauser, who's that?
1: That was Robin Duncan McNeil, if I remember correctly. Was, oh, he done more than show. one,
0: right? Right, yeah. A long time
1: ago. Now ah. he's done lots of different things.
0: Yeah, I the guy is pretty talented. Um, he, I've seen him. He, he, he directs and uh, produces as well. So no, he's done all right write from and then he done the uh, yeah. done the show with uh, Garrett Wong. Um, mm-hmm. when they were reviewing Voyager episodes, but yeah, you know, I, I saw him in this. And uh, did you know he was in the last episode, Gray? Be honest, because yeah. none of none none of us mentioned his name last week when the was there. We didn't see that it was Robert Duncan. Yeah. So I noticed it the same way you did, because at the end, the, the first two big credits were
1: uh, hey and, of course, Wesley Crusher, which was the uh, Wheaton's voice.
0: Maybe they didn't mention it last week on purpose. Um, don't want maybe. to save it to this week, but yeah. I yeah. mean, he wasn't really on that long. The, no, it was very know, like, brief. So maybe that's why they didn't yeah. bother. Yeah, makes sense. Um, uh, Mariners back the back there at Starfleet Academy. and I'm thinking she's not that old, and she's maybe thirty something, like early thirties in Lord decks May I'm just guesstimating because uh, they are Lord Deckers and their junior grades and whatnot. So she can't be that. I'd imagine she's early thirties because you see her here; she does look a bit younger. She must be. 18 or something, 18, 19, yeah. I would imagine. Um, and then you see uh, Wes, Wesley Crusher. Well, uh, Will, Will's there. Uh, and that's Will Wheaton. Um, I never clicked about his accent. I never actually thought when he spoke, I never heard his accent at all. It just went through one ear and out the other, and it wasn't until then. So I thought yeah. that was cool. i I'd like to see some of these characters come back in even a small way. You don't like true. Will. Uh, you don't like uh, Wes. I do like Wes. I think we discussed this before. Uh, you, don't like
1: you don't. You said yeah. it. I don't like Will. What was the point? <laughs> some stuff was good. Not much, but some. Um, Although I, I didn't think the caricature of him or the drawing of him in Lower Decks really looked like him though. I thought they could have done a little better job true. making it look like wesley but
0: that's a good point actually clever. that's a very good point um he didn't actually and maybe that's why i wasn't really clicking at all yeah um, i mean i recognized the voice but it was kind of like oh, yeah, that's not him no they don't know. i'm not, not
1: i should have had job. beverly crusher like visiting like at the same time that would have been cool
0: they don't have enough money for that
1: they'll be <laughs> skint. they'll be broke um well they just get three lines by beverly crusher she could just do the gates mcfadden can record it and send it in. ten
0: grand a line <laughs> uh, um, maybe yeah. it turns out we're getting some backstory, of course that's the whole point of this the uh, mm-hmm. Carnal was part of uh, Nova Squadron back in the day now that reminded me a little bit of uh, Deep Space Nine uh, and the USS Valiant there's been more than one starship called Valiant that's when they had the other Defiant class ship and Nog right. and Jake went on board and it was the young whippersnappers that were the hot guns in the in, in Starfleet uh, I've got vibes of this in this episode, gray, a lot of vibes actually going back to the other Trek in this episode, which we'll touch on. Um, and we fast forward to the future. Oh, well, actually, sorry. In the past, they're actually going to be doing something cool for their graduation day. Right. Which we find out later on is, uh, it's not, it's not such a good idea actually. Uh, and then yes, yeah, kind of illegal and breaking rules. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no we'll saved outcome, but yeah, uh, they, 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 have done a boo boo. Um, So fast forward to the future, and Lucano's actually got his own fleet now, and he calls it Novo Fleet. Of course he does. Uh, And that's what we saw at the end of last episode. All those random ships that were beamed up, whatever they were, they looked like they were being killed, according to Grain. They they do look like they were being vaporized, so whatever happened there. They're okay, though. (laughs) They're okay. I know. Again, cartoon (laughs) logic. They
1: definitely were destroyed. They definitely, uh, you know were vaporized but get see if no, you're getting, they, if you getting yeah. beamed
0: up against your will are you not shocked initially you are i've seen it sometimes in star trek where you get beamed up yeah, and you don't look like sure. you're getting killed but you're you, you are concerned so
1: yeah but then explain how the ship's in pieces i don't That's, you
0: know the ship's i think logic not not, not star trek like not uh cartoon logic cartoon logic. <laughs> logic logic right Logic, 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 and they, go, roger, roger. real logic, uh, and they don't, they don't say as much. But um, Gray doesn't have his mug with him. He's getting sacked after this. In he doesn't time. know that.
1: Well, I didn't want to get overkill. Overkill? Are
0: you kidding me? <laughs> There's two bloody t-shirts and a okay. mug. It's already overkill. I'll do it next time.
1: Um, <laughs> next time, I wear both t-shirts and I'll have it like on the back, and I can
0: turn around. Oh, yeah, he's got two because they've done a boo-boo with the delivery. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. cool. Well, that's their bloody fault for not getting it in time. Um, so, yeah, um, all the ships are in, uh, beamed up, and I think the debris is left behind on purpose. The whole classic trick they've done since World War Two with the U-boats where they'll put some debris up to show that they've been destroyed so no one goes looking for them. But they don't say that. Again, this is one line. See if you put that one line in. Right. We go okay. And, and, that's and then smart. T- and, then,
1: and then tell me right now, you don't think that one of the ships from one of those races, uh, actually all of them should have done this. Let's just say one of them didn't go out and examine the wreckage and find out that it was garbage. Well, they probably they might have, but you're
0: you're taking this uh, analogy a bit too far now. Well, because it's just it's just com relatively was, common sense. It was just a thought I had. I'm not saying they have never said this in the episode or any other. Episode, no, no, so I'm just I'm just not I'm, I'm, I'm I'm backing you up. It's not a bad thing. It's not
1: a bad idea what you said.
0: If but they, they didn't said. even
1: follow up on they didn't yeah. even follow up on any of that either. They just they just don't bother explaining it. True. Like, True. Heck. Okay. Um I'm, I'm, I'm going to start calling it, you know, it says cartoon logic where that applies. Lord and Dex then I'm going to call it, then I'm gonna call it cartoon like forgetfulness because <laughs> <Like>, i <laughs>
0: for other stuff or whatever well but anyway either way they're okay they're all good uh they' they're 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 their own little fleet and they're kind of working together with the cardinal um and they are it's an independent fleet they're they all kind of uh, official well officially they're all equals um they' and... they're a ragtag fleet what does that remind you Oh, Battlestar Galactica, which there's rumours that's coming back again. Ha, <laughs> don't. I will, I'll end up ruining this review and talking about BSG instead. I'll leave it when I see it. They keep on saying Babylon 5. Oh, yeah, I mean, one yeah, so you haven't even seen the remake yet, so you can't watch any new show until you've well, seen I've, the remake. I figure if I wait long enough, the new one will be out and I won't have to see the, <laughs> the other one. That is not a bad i That Givote is one kidding. of the best like sci-fi it. shows of all time. Um, I know. I'll, anyway, I'll break, so I'll yeah, they, they are... Um, in their own independent fleet, and they're holed up in a their own little system uh, with a big ass shield around it, like one of these indestructible shields. And I just, no I just want you to know that
1: that is what it's called—a big ass shield. That's yeah, yeah, big ass exactly, shield. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> They'll have fancy titles in it, but my uh, techno babble is not as good as it once was. Which is they did have a fancy name for it. I don't even remember what it was. Of course was. they did, and the system yeah. had a name as well, but insignificant details. Um, you, you were. Um, And i didn't actually notice gray you you mentioned uh a a linkage to a tng episode yeah we
1: mentioned it last week when they were taking the character of Locarno from the the episode the first duty on tng where they went over the same thing about how the their crew one of them died because of what they did and they pick up on that in this and just kind of bring it forward so yeah interesting
0: yeah that's so hopefully you watched last week's episode's review if you didn't then you can watch that again and great does a good gives us a go good now. Uh, Right now. Right now, pause this, go back and watch pause that Pause this, go back. back, watch that, come back. <laughs> and uh, grade does a good um, a good description of actually that episode and what it was about because I didn't know that. Um, on the Cerritos, you you, um, <laughs> you hear uh, Boimler saying that uh, uh, the Mackey would like a word when yep. he is talking about about his own big uh, independent fleet uh, and I'm sorry the Mackie wrote the book in that first they are yep. they done it first so I'm sorry Lucarno and there's little one-liners like that through this episode that sometimes you don't pick up on and I haven't mentioned them all but some of them are funny right. some of them are not um, and they, it, it's, they're on they're actually on uh, Helm and Combs and that's uh, Rutherford and uh, Boimler and Boimler keeps saying to Rutherford that, don't you think Lucarno looks like Tom Paris? And, then, and Rutherford's <laughs> like, nah, I don't see it. And they're having this a serious standoff like because Lucarno's literally beaming his message to the whole quadrant that he's in charge and this is his system now and the Cerritos has obviously picked up this message. And these two are like, nah. That's <laughs> and he's like, totally Tom Paris. And it wasn't until the end when I saw the credits and I knew it was Tom It was uh, Tom Paris' character. And I was like, oh no, this whole time they were saying this in front of me and I was an idiot and never picked up on it. Um, <laughs> so that was a bit of a satire. I liked that. That was pretty funny. Uh, and you, I didn't know this, Gray. Where did you find this out for was Le- inspiration for Star Trek I, Voyager's Tom Paris? I,
1: I was just reading about Locarno in general and then this thing popped up and said that he was the the character was the inspiration for Star Trek Voyager. Tom Paris. The reason why they didn't go with Locarno to become the Tom Paris, or maybe it would have been a different name, Locarno, was because of the guy's past and how bad all that baggage was. They felt that oh, we don't, we can't bring that baggage into Voyager, so we'll just go with a brand new character.
0: Did that Tom Paris was a criminal. He worked with a marquee. He was in a yeah, jail. No, yeah. No, I'm,
1: i no, I understand <clears throat> that, but he, but the. For some I'm not saying this is a good or bad decision, yeah, yeah. it was just a decision at the time. And they decided the producers decided that there was too too much and they were I'd rather go with a new character. They felt it might hurt things, so I don't
0: know. Yeah. Well I'm glad they've done what they've done because it kinda worked out for the best. So yeah. um yeah. and you don't want them being too bad. Just a a fly boy, a naughty boy, um, as he as he is. Um so nice. yeah, that was interesting. I've learned something new today. Um the the thing that we do learned at this stage now was back in the day when uh, they were at Starfleet Academy and it was a graduation ceremony, um, they were going to do that legal thing that Grey and I mentioned uh, a few moments ago, that during this manoeuvre, it was a legal manoeuvre, uh, he actually got one of his uh, Novo squadron teammates killed. So he's kind of kicked out of the academy, which is fair enough. You're yep. lucky you're not in jail, son. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Surely that's you know, something. Manslaughter. I don't know. It's so when you, you don't mean to kill someone, but you kill someone. Um, yeah, you're
1: still kind of a murderer, but we'll get into that.
0: Yeah. But in
1: in the in the TNG episode, I'll briefly just say, say it again. In the TNG episode uh, way back, um, Locarno ended up admitting that it was all his fault and not his crew, the other people which is why Wesley Crusher and the rest of them weren't implicated or arrested, only uh, Locarno was. Yeah. So he took the he took the brunt and he did the right thing at the end. And then apparently, since he's in this episode, he went bananas. I don't know.
0: Does he look like Between him? Between then do, and now. Do you remember the TNG episode where Locarno was in that? Does he look a bit like him? I don't recall what he looks like. So
1: Yeah, I don't, re- I don't recall exactly either, but uh, hmm. it was interesting that they chose that character, but it's okay. I, I don't mind when they do throwback and then involve it in a, in, a, in an episode. That's always kind of
0: cool. Yeah, not true. I like this is when you use... And no, and no one trick. would
1: remember that. So, I no.
0: mean, who, who the heck is... Right? No one's going to remember. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's going to remember and go th- like, oh This is what I like about Lord Dex, amongst several things. They do bring in little B or C rated characters, even from way back in the day about some little plot. And half the people that watched that probably forgot about it. But not Gray because he remembers all. He's the Gray Master. He doesn't rem- forget I remember anything. everything. Um, well, the thing
1: that, that Lower Decks is really good at is these throwbacks. I mean, there's a bunch of them in every, throughout the series and in every episode. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even catch them all. I mean, some of them you and I catch, and
0: some of them just kind of but, go by. Better like Pokemon Gray.
1: Right. So, <laughs> in fact, even the, uh, what was it, uh, when they did the flashback to the, to the yeah, to the uh, squadron um what was it um one of the characters was oh oh one of the characters was talking to wesley crusher and he flat out says something about captain picard and, and the enterprise right then mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. they already were referring to you know what was going on or what was going to happen or whatever mm-hmm. so okay. that was kind of kind of cool
0: yeah i like the little throwbacks like that keep keep doing that please Um. Uh, it's one of your strengths. um so yeah the uh, Colonel's uh, rogue agent at this stage. Um, now, <laughs> apparently, Doctor Cat is uh, Grace. Now permanently renamed her. So that's that's what <laughs> the, he he's literally had the writers at uh, gunpoint that you have to change yeah, your name a, to Doctor Cat. Hey, Sianna, Dr. Cat. Um, Tiana, Doctor Cat. Tiana, Doctor Tiana. Nurse uh, Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks the. So another one-liner, because that's when she's best, when she has one-liners, not when she tries to have serious dialogue. And she thinks that, um, yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah, Colonel's an asshole. (laughs) But it beeps (laughs) it out, of course, you know, just like typical. She's not a fan. Grey notes, Dr. Cat strikes again. Not for the first time, thankfully. She has a better line coming up as well. Yeah, there's a good line there. She had me chuckling out loud. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, in in case anyone tries to stop... The thing is, Lucarno's a smart cookie, right? He's obviously put a lot of planning into this. Not foolproof, but he's been planning this for a long time, so he's had time to get it almost foolproof, this scheme. And if anyone tries to stop him, not only has he got the shield and his own fleet with kind of formidable ships in there, he's also got a mini Genesis device. The same mini Genesis device we've seen earlier in the season. I don't remember it being Ferengi, but uh, after the episode finished, it it was. It was that little mini device that they saw. And I'm thinking, this guy has got it. He's he's sorted. He's got all the defenses in the world, Gray. No one's getting past him. I I pretty much thought he was a good, bad guy. And obviously, you can comment later if you think that's true or not. But I thought he had mm-hmm. it sewed up. No one was getting past him. Obviously, someone does later on. Right. Um, at this stage here, then this is, this is where we go. This is where you have the biggest, I think, chuckle of the episode. Freeman, Captain Freeman, is going to ignore Starfleet Brass because she has told by that Admiral from before that was absolutely shit at negotiating with the Ferengi. It's the same one, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Can't, I don't recall his name. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. this, I'm sure it's a, a Hispanic name. And um He's like, don't do not go after, you know, because at this stage here, um, Mariner's uh, still with the fleet. Remember from the last episode? She was still captured, but not captured. And you see her in the background the whole time. uh, Freeman's obviously concerned about her daughter. She uh, has been told not to go after her for the benefit, you know, of not making things worse. And she then has the famous speech which she ripped off of someone else, clearly. Um, where she's, it's, it, it was pretty much almost exactly the same as the speech Picard made in Star Trek First Contact, the movie Star Trek 8 and that was basically I'm going to break the rules, I'm going to go after them, save the day if anyone wants to say anything now I would understand, I won't make you do it and obviously Data has the line where he goes I believe I speak on behalf of everyone and I say to hell with the orders and <laughs> and and you just see shacks go shacks just goes let me at him and then dr cat says <laughs> i'm laughing already because tiana she says let's the f
1: the, let's f shit up and it was just great because they're just they like going from one tiny. character to another each saying like yes we're gonna get him we're behind you captain yeah, yeah. whatever and then comes my two favorite characters, Shax and Tiana, and Shax is going, like, let me add up. And then, <laughs> then the cat just lays it in there. Let's fuck it up.
0: <laughs> and, of course, they were
1: bleeping everything. But that was great. It was great. I
0: laugh. I, 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 laugh I find it amusing how he said, F, shit up before, and then he just went, screw that. He's just, I'm just going to say it properly, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> he can't yeah, make up yeah. his yeah. mind. Uh, Sometimes you have to. That was, that was amusing because, uh, obviously, their timing is a lot better than ours. But yeah, yeah. Just, just she she nailed it. I'm not messing with Tiana ever in my life. Um <laughs> now Mariner at this stage, while she's still on comms with the bloody quadrant at this time, Lucardo's still making his threats, mm. he asks Mariner to basically say that Starfleet are crap and she's on his side. And she goes up towards the camera, the camera, lol, the view screen, and goes uh, yeah, you suck, uh, you're a murderer, uh, you're going to kill everyone, and see ya. And <laughs> she runs off, grabs a little <laughs> mini Genesis device, and then does one. Uh, obviously, Freeman's very proud right now. He's like, that's my girl, you know, you're you going to get him. Um, and I'm not surprised Mariner does that at this stage, to be fair, she's a bit of a badass. Uh, yeah. Grey, I like, want your input on this as well, mate. Um, she yeah. does grab a ship. It happens to be a Starfleet yeah. ship, which I had no bloody clue they had. I don't remember this one getting beamed up, beamed up. Um, and it looks very much like a Steamrunner class of ship. I don't yeah, see its reg or name, but you agree it looks like a Steamrunner class? Yeah, 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 pretty much. I was like, is it Novo class? Because of the whole Novo thing, because that was in Voyager, the Novo class. But no, it's got the kind of two pylons and then yeah. the, the the cells the the warp. The no, and the Novo class had like a, had a big. Uh, Dish, it was, yeah, and it had its normal nacelles, and short, stubby
1: nacelles, kind yeah, of like, yeah, or, lower,
0: or tighter to the, to the it was a dish. science vessel. The steam runner yeah. class is an anti Borg ship, not it's not officially called that, but it was the part of the anti Borg fleet, uh, along with the defiant class, and there was yeah. a couple other classes as well.
1: It had like um, concussion photons or like this, like big, big blobby fo- uh, photons or quantums
0: that were, were made to disrupt. Big what? Gray now? Big what? Yeah. Blobby torpedoes. No, big, big, uh, Is, have you just yeah. invented the new kind of torpedo? This big. The blobby torpedoes. Are they twice as dangerous as quantum torpedoes? Blobby. Curb, blobby. Curb.
1: If you look, it's. It, it, I think it, uh, I'm think i trying to think of who first said it may have been um, either it was an old Star Trek game or it could have been Star Trek Online. I don't know which. But the Steam Runner class was, was the kind of ships that were in the middle of the pack. They weren't the front ships taking the battle. They weren't the ones in the back. They were they firing were the from range, the middle, and they were firing from range, correct? So they had high range, and these things were like almost like like a bigger uh, type of photon or or quantum, but it was made to disrupt more than to blow up. Uh, there you so go. So was so, you know, it would just end up rupturing things much better than a typical torpedo.
0: There you go, writers. If you're watching this, bring back the steam runner and bring back the the blobby uh, torpedoes. Because I'm... I'm, uh, they're Gray's just... Fire
1: blobby torpedoes.
0: Yes, Captain. Uh, She... Mariner is on the bridge, and she's a little bit stuck because you can't just hotwire a starship. But she then... This was genius, I thought, here. And Gray's got a comment on this as well, I know. She, She uses... I didn't I knew what this was before as she was saying it, but she confirms yeah. it at the end of her sentence and she's like, Ah, override code, blah, 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 blah. And the just come online, everything powers up. And she's like, Oh yeah, nice one mum. <laughs> it's her mum's bloody code. And I'm like, Grace, like, why does this uh, the captain's code work in why, every I know, ship? why is
1: it working? I mean it does you it can't should. possibly use the
0: code on every ship. It should. It's a captain yeah. level in case you need to commandeer another st- ship, just like knowing the the shield frequencies of other ships. Star Trek two vibes. We'll get more of that later in this episode.
1: I mean, I'll I'll let it go, but it just seemed a little too yeah. convenient. But,
0: it's a nitpick, it isn't a, a, it's not breaking yeah. it, but it not But I yeah. found that hilarious because normally you wouldn't hear a captain's code, and if you did, and then they don't ever tell you about this when they Bacard goes, Bacard override, blah 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 see once he the shit's came off the fan and everything's back to normal he really needs to mm-hmm. reset that code just saying
1: yeah would be a good idea
0: because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he uses it more than once in an episode That's or right. a movie really, and you're like I oh that my code. god
1: you
0: see somebody use it again some have you ever says, well, blah, blah. have you ever heard of a vpn uh turn that on for no we're not sponsored by vpn don't worry there's no no nord vpn sponsorship come what? out there's um VPN, what's that <laughs> do you, do you don't have a VPN? the oh, no! Oh, yeah, true. I don't, I don't use them. I don't care. Um, so yeah, I found that amusing. She uses her mother's code to actually uh, get access to the ship. Um, I mention this later on, Grade, but I'm going to say it now. Okay. She is doing everything on that ship herself. She's flying it. Yeah. She's piloting it. Well, yeah, she's it. Firing. Yeah. And I'm. I'm sorry. It's not like the Prometheus. Where it's one of these, you only need a few people on board, kind of ships. You yeah. still need a decent amount of crew, and she's doing everything herself. It's a nitpick. I'm not complaining. Yeah, just... but that's a that's a good nitpick because it's just a little, just you know, I don't know, cartoon logic again or whatever. <laughs> you mentioned that cartoon <laughs> logic actually. That's a good point. Uh, and how did she attain these skills so quickly? You're saying I think she's a pretty talented individual. mate. I'm not I, really surprised. I, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying she's not talented, but.
1: The way she was piloting piloting the ship through all this, through all this debris field and everything like that. I mean, you only see people like Sulu and uh, what's her name? Ortega from, uh, 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 from Strange New Worlds because they have experience. They've been doing this for quite some time. She has zero experience flying a ship except maybe the shuttlecraft and stuff. Now, OK, let's say she has some natural talent for it. OK, it still is not going to be that good. I mean, I'm sorry. She's going to end up smashing into stuff. Yeah. I mean, a, she kind of does actually. cartoon logic. I'm like, you know, I just, you know, no, because, hey, <laughs> I, I learned it by holding on to my mom, Osmosis. It's just amazing.
0: <laughs> she kind of does smash into stuff, to be fair. That is a good point. Um, yeah. They have to get some help. I think Freeman's not stupid. She knows that the Cerritos is. No chance against that fleet. I mean, God, even the Enterprise doesn't stand a chance. Not the bloody G. Oh, any st- any Enterprise okay. up to that level before G? He is... e probably can handle it. Yeah. Well, or the whole no, the whole or fleet. The, D. The, whole, the whole fleet. No, not the whole fleet. Um, the D and the E together that would do it. That's a, that's a start. That's a Trekkie's wet dream come true. I think I believe. Um, so yeah, they they do go and have they do have to go and get some help. And I think uh, Captain Freeman knows that. So uh, Tendi has a plan. Genius Tendi, smart Tendi, and that's actually to go back to her home planet of Orion to ask her sister for help. Remember earlier in the season, um, her sister is now kind of like in charge of the leading. Criminal family on the planet, which kind of makes her de facto it's boss. No, no, yeah. no, no president or prime minister. She is just the top of that family, which makes her head honcho. So, um, and they have a kind of decent plan, which is to use one of their warships to punch through the shields. Makes sense logically. Get a big massive right. ship with massive phaser banks and ter- and blo- blobby torpedoes. Great, and uh, you'll get through yeah. that in no time. Um. <laughs> Well, did uh, you see
1: this? The scene of how big this thing was. Huge. I mean, when the Cerritos was flying to it, it looked like a tiny little gnat, and this thing is like—it it looked more like a space station, like a Babylon Five space yeah, station, yeah, or, or or something like a the, the,
0: like an aircraft carrier. I mean, this yeah. thing is big. Yeah, like or or a spacecraft carrier. I believe that would be the yeah. space version. Uh, yeah. But it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll be, space. it won't be any time at all before the the. The Yanks have got one of them in space, mate. I'm calling it. You guys will probably do it first. A space yeah, well, carrier. Both,
1: both, both you and I will be long dead before that happens.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. God damn it, man! That's he's he's a bundle of joy, isn't he? I'm trying to talk about the future, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, we'll be dead."
1: No, because we'll dead be in
0: Jim. the you and I'll be in the Nexus,
1: and we can just be staring down. And watching. Oh, we those.
0: getting beamed up to the the clouds. Like, <clears> you, you
1: know, we're out there with Q and everybody.
0: And we could just, just sit there and look down and go like, oh look at this. We're in the most uh the what is it? What's it called? Where we're, we're gonna we'll, we'll no be part Star- of The what? You're thinking hard, Star- I can Star- tell. Star Trek Discovery, the Messini old network or whatever it's called. Oh yeah. Oh, the mushrooms and stuff are, yeah. He hates that. That's there. why I mentioned it. That's why
1: <laughs> the reason why that is because they're
0: on mushrooms. That's that's how they came up with that one. Well of it's course called, it makes like, sense. Of so I know mushrooms. we're I know we're massively sidetracking, but the whole reason the 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 discovery can do its thing and it goes through that mycelial, my, mycelial network where all the mushrooms are is because they've managed to get a hold of some of those mushrooms in advance, and the whole aim is to get back to more mushrooms by inventing this device. So that's where uh, that's where it comes from. Yeah. It's a genius. Yeah. yeah.
1: So in other words, <laughs> discovery used cartoon logic way before <laughs> Lord <Yeah. death> did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great, great. Yeah, let's get
1: one of these uh, zygote looking creatures and I, put them in there. And the, great,
0: yeah. Gray's seen this because I've sent them a couple of times just to wind them up. You guys have probably seen this as well. See if you type into like I don't know Discord or WhatsApp and you go to the emoji section and you look for the meme. You type in, um, uh, Spore Drive, right? Or like Voyager mm-hmm. Spore Drive. But if you type in Spore Drive, you get a, a literal picture of the Voyager. After it goes to the Delta Quadrant, going, okay, we've defeated the caretaker and let's go home. And it spins like Discovery and then and just ends up so back at her. <laughs>
1: and the series is one episode of the, and then shitting ends. on seven uh, seasons.
0: Gray's just upset about that. I need um, that. Anyway. crap on it. Yeah. Sorry, the finale, we're absolutely waffling a load of nonsense, but it's a music. We love um, waffling. So, yeah, uh, Tendy's sister. Uh, Remember,
1: waffling is the spice of life.
0: I don't know. I just said that. Good, so Sounded good at the time. Uh, maybe, maybe. I think there's other things that are the spice of life, but that's, right, let's, that's, let's, that's, let's get back to the blobby torpedoes. That's for uh, after dark hours, I think, Gray. Um, okay. So, yeah, Tendi Tendy 2, as Rutherford has now nicknamed her. Yeah, I love that, that, that was amusing. Okie dokie! Yeah. <laughs> Tendi too. Um, I, can't remember, I can't remember her name, but just Tendi's sister, the one that's now in charge. She right. actually says no. I thought she was going to say yes, but she says no. And there Tendi's a little bit surprised by that, and she goes, fine. Right. Barter by combat, which I found amusing. Uh, it's like a cross between the Klingon and the Ferengi culture right there. Um, right. Which, actually, if you think about it, the Rhymes are a little bit of the clash of the two species um well pirates so that kind of blends mm-hmm. i guess uh back on the steam runner class ship i, I don't, don't remember if so anyone's caught the name of that ship like i didn't freeze it there then to catch a name please mention it below um it's getting fired upon now she's mariner still stuck in this system she can't really go anywhere this shield must have been massive to cover a whole system you imagine covering the solar the the soul system in mm-hmm. a force field there's cartoon logic again for you there That doesn't happen in live-action Star Trek. They know that's not possible. I think it's powered by three binary stars, which is some kind of level of almost Star Trek discovery at the end of last season, where they saw those aliens that were elite and beyond anything we've ever met, which I really love the concept of that. This seems like the kind of thing they would invent. Look, we know the only one that could come up with that kind of a shield is Scotty, if you're lucky.
1: Other than that... (laughs) Scotty. Scotty Scotty can come up with almost anything. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Almost anything, or, a, or he will exaggerate, one of the two. Um, yeah.
1: but he doesn't use any of that cartoon logic stuff. No, he, he doesn't. Just use a, he just uses a wee nip of scotch whiskey. He, he's powered by whiskey. <laughs> he is powered by whiskey, for sure. You can imagine his best ideas. He has a bottle right here. Yeah, I got a shield now.
0: <laughs> just needed to remember it with a little nip. Yeah. Uh, Scotty's not representative of, of the typical Scotsman. Actually, he probably is, to be fair. <laughs> um so yeah, um there is going to be uh, a fight now between them uh, between they pick a champion each. I thought it was going to be Tendy against her sister. It's not. They choose a champion each, which is more normal in a gladiator style yeah. uh combat. They're too much they're they're two big pussies who will not fight for themselves, so they get two people to fight for them. Um you see as they're going along the line, Tendi's gonna pick someone. Uh, but before she picks someone Tendy's sister picks a guy that I quote Boimler says looks like a Shax and a half. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah, a big dude. A Huge thing. A big guy, yeah, man. Because um, you see him getting ready, like you see, you know, he's, he's it's going along the line, and Tandy's going to pick someone, and Shax is whoo, getting thrashing at the mouth and getting bulked up, and we think, yeah, it's going to be Shax, he's going to save the day. And then she goes, Doctor Mickleymoo.
1: <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. I definitely, definitely didn't see that one coming. So I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And you even even see him like going, "Like what?" He's eating like birds or whatever. <laughs> he he's almost
0: doing. choked, and he's like, oh, "What?" Uh, yeah. Uh, great mentions Shax was foaming at the mouth for a fight. He never Sh- got his fight.
1: Go back and look at that that, that short time when Shax was getting you know all worked up. To the, it was
0: hilarious. He's like, eh, eh, "And he's foaming at the mouth and everything else." He keeps
1: going crazy.
0: I'm, I'm going, going to go, have perfect. to go back and clip that bit when Gray done that. That is genius. There is blooper material available by the yeah. way, guys. So we'll put Shaxx right next to me, and then I'll do. <laughs> uh, so it's a square off between a Shaxx and a half character, uh, gladiator type uh, person that tended Two picks, and uh, Doctor Miglymoo. <laughs> Poor Miglymoo, and they're dressed up, especially Miglymoo, in a ridiculous outfit. Like putting a bird in a gladiator <laughs> outfit is just yeah, exactly, <laughs> You're just like, what it so like a parakeet carrying a sword, <laughs> yes, yeah, the nail on the head, actually, um, so back on the the steam runner, uh Mariner hides because what she tried to do initially, she uh tries to warp out of the system um and actually almost hits the shield, and she almost scrapes it as she uh, uh, manoeuvres out of the way. So she's like, I'm kind of stuck here. I'm going to have to try and hide somewhere in the system. Uh, and she does. She hides in this, like, it looks like a debris field of where yeah, it the crystal and entities go to die, like their graveyard. It was just, like, crystals yeah. everywhere. And she goes and hides in there and powers down. No classic manoeuvre, grave. We love that one. Turn off Um, all the power. You can't see me. (laughs) John Cena. Um, (laughs) She she, she, she is hiding there. She's doing a successful job of it. It's amazing how in the 24th century you can hide so bloody easy, man, with all the technology you've got. It's always been a bugbear of mine well uh, it's that thing like with the rocks they like said last episode right there rocks have filled. got to come out of the command consoles
1: and whatnot <laughs> Uh you can't see it because there's a rock there we have no we have no
0: no no technology to get through that rock i mean it's impossible <laughs> uh so yeah we've we've got a we've got a mariner trying to avoid the, uh, getting detected um and of course, back back on Orion, the fight is not going really the way we would ex. Well, it is going the way we would expect. Migley is getting smashed up by uh, the Gladiator Champion, um, yep. and then Tendi goes puff yourself up, and he does. He literally puffs himself up like a bird that some and birds heathers, do to yeah. to ward Insemitate, off. Intimidate, yeah. yeah. Uh, or for mating purposes, but in this case, I don't think he was wanting to mate. Uh, um, he was puffing himself up, and then that kind of—I don't know—released it released something because that made the gladiator get uh, bird feather dust or whatever. Allergies, kind of like pet allergies, and it, it just—he he, he literally sneezed. Is, is it he or she? I don't remember. I
1: uh, mean, the the the, the she, and a She. So she. So she.
0: It's a she. Is yeah okay. I remember now. Yeah. Uh, she actually you think migley's going to win because the attendees like i i picked this person i picked migley on purpose because i knew the champion is allergic to animals and literally this poor champion literally sneezes itself into being unconscious and I then lands know. right on top of migley but i thought it's, and then then they go oh, okay yes that's our champion what migley's defeated i'm like isn't no. that technically a draw? Worst case scenario, or Megley's won. Yeah, I mean, one? first of all, it, it was a. To me,
1: it was a major mistake because the because the champion falls on Megley and he's not. She's not moving, but if you look, Megley is moving. He's do, moving his wings around like this. Yeah, yeah. So, duh, then he won, and so all of a sudden they're saying like you lost, and I'm like, where's this coming from? What we didn't lose. <laughs> So I was totally expecting them to, you know, to keep the ship and or
0: whatever, and, and all of a sudden this starts going on. I'm going like, huh? Yeah, it was a bit strange. Let's say worst case scenario, it's a draw because he's stuck and she's passed out. She's right out for the and,
1: Right, which means you still don't give up the ship. But of course, this episode they just forget all that crap and yep. just say, yeah, you lost
0: the Cerritos. Sorry. Yeah, that's something to add as well, guys. The the forfeit was you hand over the ceritos to, Tendi two. Uh, which is a hell of a bargain, but that was part of the deal. Um, yep. Now, she is about to hand over, Captain Freeman is about to hand over the Cerritos. She literally is about to, she's finger on the pad, about to hand it over with her command codes, mm-hmm. and Tendy goes, wait, she will come back and work for the family, work for her sister, if she agrees to give them the warship and let them keep the Cerritos. And... Mm-hmm. You know, Tendi's sister thinks about it. She goes, okay, let's do it. Because she's always wanted her sister. sister's the true brains of the operation, and that's mm-hmm. why she wants her back. Because the, the two sure. Tendies working together will do a great job. So they agree to it. Cerritos is remaining with Freeman, and they're going to get the warship. So it all seems promising at this stage. Uh yep. Until we get to the bloody warship, Greg. Very, very sneaky. This thing is in tatters. It's ancient. It's been sitting up there uh, in orbit for ages. Many of the systems are kaput. And literally this thing is worthless. It's not going to do anything without months, months of work to it. And of I'm course like,
1: Tendy's due explanation was, well, I said I was gonna give
0: you a ship. I didn't say what condition to be in. Yeah, very sneaky. It's a very which is just
1: like a pirate,
0: sadly. So just go. like a pirate would do. Um I am jumping the gum ever so slightly, apologies. Um we have uh Mariner actually still obviously on the uh, escape. Um she is trying to go towards a planet and the system, like she tried to escape any way she can. Um and this planet is the only planet in the system that doesn't support life. So I'm thinking at this stage, she's kind of screwed a little bit. Um, but I'm thinking at the same time, not forgetting that on uh, the 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 warship, um, they have to find a way to get this thing up and running uh, in the mm-hmm. quickest way possible. And two fine engineers, there's someone came back from earlier this season, Greg, who was kind of amusing in this. So Rutherford and Livick, Remember Livick, yep. who was, was doing everything he can to screw over Rutherford for promotion, and they failed in the end. Um, those two can't agree on what systems they want to get up running first. Rutherford's yep. like, surely we will need engines and weapons, and who cares about life support? Which I found comical. He's like, yeah, let's bypass life support. We don't need that. Yeah, you do. You're going to just wear spacesuits then. You never mentioned that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, great be able to help me with a bit I remember this but I just forgotten the, uh, the name of the chaps in the period of American history but there's only one way to solve this bitterness between the two and that's to go back to that hollow program with the two old boys from back in American history who have got the southern accents oh, and they're talking fun- they're talking funny and they're trying to Mark Twain. Mark Twain. There we go. That's it. And they're, they're both talking. Except they're like both six. playing Mark Twain. Yes. They the both, they both love it. Yeah. That, that was like funny him as well. Oh, and
1: I liked, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh I forgot the, uh, the Vulcan's name all of a sudden. To yeah. She goes and explains <laughs> to Freeman. She says, what, what, what are we doing here? She says, sometimes things that are not really logical end up becoming logical or solved that this way. That was her explanation. And you that see the two sense. of them talking, just like Mark Twain. Well, oh, I think the uh, generous man from da-da-da-da. <laughs> you know? And everything gets gets figured out, and everything's <laughs> nicey-nice.
0: But but they're all watching. There's, like, Freeman and Boimler, and they're all, like, Mar- Mar- uh, Freeman's so confused. She's like, this normally works, does it? And Boimler goes, yeah, it usually works itself out. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> She's so confused. <laughs> so they work it out what they're going to do. And we do find out, obviously, uh, in, in a little bit what they do, which is...
1: But, by I the think... way, to, to interrupt for a second, the mm-hmm. whole thing with Mark Twain in the comedy circles is known as a running gag. And what they should do, because they've done it a couple of times now, assuming that there's going to be a fifth season, we don't know that. There is. There um, is. It, was, should...
0: it was confirmed in March. Oh,
1: okay. Then they should keep on doing that running gag. At the at the certain opportunity point, yeah. points, you just pop it in <laughs> and... If you do it right and you don't do you don't
0: overdo it and you put it at the right moments, it's it turns into a great running game. Well, they done it twice this season and that normally yes. I'd say do it once a season, but they've introduced it once this season and then they followed it up later on in the finale to pay it off more and it worked. Right. But don't do it right. twice next season. Do it once in the season and we'll laugh and we'll go, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh so yeah, no, I thought that was pretty cool, Great. I thought that whole bit was comical. Yeah. Cool kind of right. really smart way smart writing because we will slag them more so gray than me for some of the things they didn't do well but credit where credit's due um um so yeah after the little program shenanigans uh boiler's actually moved by the performance at the end you see a little tear. <laughs> <He's>, i'm not <laughs> yeah. really sure why but you know <laughs> he's like that he was like that was beautiful that's right.
1: It was wonderful.
0: Oh, I love I love I love Comico Star Trek. I didn't think I would, but I really do. Um <laughs> uh Mariner's uh, surrounded by all these ship, she's got nowhere to run at this stage, right? So mm-hmm. there's a there's an ion storm nearby, and we all know ion storms even in the twenty first century can wreak havoc. They still yes, can't yes. Ha- they can't find a way around it. Even the Borg can't find a way around it. I think I think when you see an ion storm, you
1: have no choice but to go into it for some reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if it, the shits hit the fan, you always end up at inside regardless. It always happens. Um, <laughs> without without clouds and storms and stuff in space, God, there'd be 50% of the storylines would go out the window. Um, right. Uh, now, she goes in, and Locarno asks for backup. He orders his fleet to go in, and the Romulans begin by kicking off and going you're not my boss we're all equals and he's like I, yeah just go in and get them and they're like nah 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 we're out and they all go they all go in a bad mood they literally are not you, you're on your own Nick uh, we'll do our own thing and he goes screw it I'm going in myself and his little cool ship that was beaming everything up and chases after Mariner now soon as they go into the clouds Star Trek 2 Rathacan music star trek 2 wrath of yeah. can vibes you've got the yep. exact same setup you've got the same coming out of the clouds. It, it's the, and the one purple clouds like the purple hazy yeah. clouds and the and music you, to back it all up and the view screen is half working like an old crt tv they see each other for a yep. moment they don't see each other and that was that bit was cool wasn't it that was oh yeah
1: no it was great again they they're they, i've always said lower decks is great at the throwbacks they yeah. do it Generally speaking, they usually do it properly, and they they slide it in whenever. And that, I was perfect, <laughs> and and they, and they pay attention to detail. They didn't have to show the CRT effect like they did in Con,
0: but they did because yeah. you should if you're gonna do, do, it, do it properly, do it, do it right, do it right. And what's it you say? Uh, what's it you mentioned here at the the, the end? Gray, what was? Uh...
1: Yeah, I said it was a solid throwback to the Wrath of
0: I Should have got that blipper there somewhere, man. Of him. <laughs> uh, that was that was I I love that. I just love that bit. Just keep doing stuff like that. Um yep. now, here's where it starts well not starts, but here's where it majorly starts falling apart for at least grey anyway. Um yeah. and I agree to some sometimes you don't realise things until you discuss it with someone else. Um mm-hmm. Boimler is now acting captain of the Cerritos It's a bit far fetched, I know. I think I was so ca- caught up in the time of I was enjoying the episode that I I threw the logic out the window for a moment, and I shouldn't really. But once I've watched it and I've looked back, I can actually see that was Gray's kind of got a point. Um, he's kept, he's acting captain as
1: three minutes on not the
0: captain's yacht. Now, no, if he was
1: no. captain. I you know, that, if he was I? the captain of the yacht. No, no I'm saying he's acting oh, captain. You believe, of the it, you believe it? I would oh, yeah. believe it a little more if he was in command of the yacht because the yacht is just a little little ship. But no in command of the main ship and i'm like no no never yeah, never you're not happened. happy are you <laughs> no way no how there are plenty of there's plenty of other people on the on the ship that are higher ranked than they are with more experience and you mean to tell me they're just going to go like formula no problem you know you're just above a lower decks junior you know
0: lieutenant just command the ship it's cool. I'm like, no. no 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 did we agree that a lieutenant junior grade is lower or higher than an ensign
1: uh, I think it's, it's higher, higher
0: tire. It, it ain't by much.
1: Yeah, no, by. <laughs> exactly. Um, which, you're, you're right. Which makes my point. It's like throwing somebody that's an ensign or a little better. Just come in the ship. We have plenty
0: of people here that are more experienced, but
1: yeah, look, we don't you, give a crap. We want you to be the captain.
0: You are right. The only thing I could think of is because he is one of the major cast members that they're giving him a moment of shame. And because if you think, I know it's not the same in star trek voyager harry kim gets mm. command on the night shift and it was that episode where the fifth season where they're all uh in a region of the delta quadrant and it's just black there's no stars at all i think it's called void maybe void or night or mm. something like that and he's in charge of that and he's playing his flute which he plays in real life as an actor as a person sorry um and i'm thinking he's got command there now that's at night shift that's everyone else is in bed. That that's fine. It's not the same as being in a live situation like this. That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Gray has got a point. You do now, think
1: think about something now. Missed opportunity again.
0: What it, would it,
1: what it should have happened or would have been kind of cool is Shax should have assumed command. No, he Shaq's... would have bloody destroyed everything. He would have just set fire on everything. Uh, <laughs> have... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I understand, but it's not the point. The point is that he ha- he is the proper officer he is the proper rank he has a proper highest experience left. he should have been the one commanding and if you think about it there could have been some great funny lines if shacks was uh had assumed command that would
0: have been kind of cool here's a thought but, yeah. here's a thought tell me what you think of this right so i've got something right um say shacks is in charge at the start of that mission that operation right because he's mm-hmm. the highest rank at the time he's a lieutenant or at least lieutenant Lieutenant commander commander, yeah he heads the whole security uh he might be No, he's commander he's actually commander because commander's not always a first officer not always um so he's commander and he should be in charge say he's in charge he's head of security yep say he's in charge to begin with right and he goes to sit down and they ask for orders and he goes destroy everything fire open fire and everything fire at all (laughs) yeah uh, fire at will and then all the, the bridge crew go uh sir do could, do you mind if we just take command instead, just kind uh, can, of can push him out of the way for the good of the <laughs> ship and then Boimler goes in? Then that would have been funny and it would okay. have made more sense. See? I could I, have I almost of accepted that. that. Yeah. Hire
1: me as a okay. writer. Just saying. That's right. Well, we've been saying that for a long time. They should hire us both, but you
0: know, nobody <laughs> listens. So yeah, it's about fetched. Great, granted, definitely. Yeah. I, I do agree with you that one, mate. Um, Here comes another one that's far fetched. Oh, okay, nah, go ahead. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> we do get more Star Trek II, uh musical notes um, as uh, the Cerritos is tractoring the Orion warship alongside it. Now, at the oh God, this is where I don't know if I agree or disagree, or I'm fifty-fifty. We agree. I thought it was cool. I thought it was genius because we have no clue the power of the Cerritos is tractor beam. We don't. Uh, but it is far-fetched. Come on. Uh, it is far-fetched, I give you that. I didn't think of that. T- I was caught up. Grey, I was caught up in, in being know, entertained.
1: So, uh, but you don't right. like well, this, that's, Well, you? that Well, see, the, the problem was you fell too quickly for the cartoon logic. That's what happens.
0: <laughs> give me a chance the episode to finish and then analyze it and then break it down. <laughs>
1: yeah. The whole thing I saw right away when, when I see the scene of this little Sarita... Freaking little Cerritos pulling this massive ship. I'm going like it looked up n- beside the uh-uh. ship, and it was tractoring it though, no? Right, but the point is, is that the, like I said, the the ship's mass doesn't change just because you're in space. So if you have a ship with it that's huge and has and has a high high mass to it, that means if the Cerritos could even pull it with a tractor beam, which is not likely, it would take forever for it to be able to pull it at any kind of speed to do anything it would take days weeks months to build up the speed however if you had a ship like the Enterprise and and, and considering how big this ship was even the Enterprise would have an issue tugging a ship that big with the, with the tractor beam so I'm sitting there looking at this going like the concept was great it really was I thought it was a great idea but give me a break a teeny little Cerritos this big is just, is just tractoring this massive ship no. not in a million years uh uh-uh. uh you know, the cartoon well, logic
0: just just totally broke right what, there. What Gray doesn't know is they were actually using two tractor beams, but he doesn't know this. No, I'm joking. Oh, wow. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Um, although that should yeah, be a what? thing. There should be a secondary. There should be a secondary. Even if there's a secondary, there's not enough power. I that know. Little, little I'm, just, ship. I'm just. I'm just. I'm fishing. I'm fishing. Yeah, oh, I've, got, I've got one. Um, Yes, it is a bit far-fetched, granted. That's good definitely. concept, but not carried off well. So enough. They, they done have they, of a different thing. They done this in season three, of Picard, but it was ship on ship, where they literally tractor one ship and use it to throw into another ship. Now, I thought at the time I said to you, uh, the Shrike, when it done that to the Helios that that mm-hmm. was a bit far-fetched because while it was while the Shrike was a bit bigger, probably had a powerful tractor beam, and could tractor it without problem. The way it turned it round it, it done it as if it was prey inside a bird's mouth it done it too easily it should have done that mm-hmm. slowly so i thought it was a bit far-fetched so yes right. i'll give you a point there gray it is far-fetched so they are tractoring they are tractoring the ship boimler's getting told to stand down by the the admiral again and he's like nah sorry goodbye and cut some off and you just see this massive Ryan warship underneath getting tractored. It isn't it's it's the more of the Star Trek positive vibes where it looks like the the good guys are gonna get one on the bad guys, that those scenes in the movie. Um mm. and I'm thinking it's genius. When I say genius grey, I think what I think what I meant was this ship couldn't do anything. It was a hunk of junk. The they probably right. couldn't even get one system up and running. So their plan is maybe a bit far fetched. To tractor this thing in, like the the strike picks up the Helios and slams it into the Titan, uh, forever known as the Titan, not Enterprise G, um, and <laughs> literally throws the ship into another ship. They tractor this warp warship, a Ryan warship, and they throw it into the shields. Um, which I thought actually they were going to throw it and it was going to fire just before it. I thought it maybe got phases no, they, up or something, but they didn't. Like I said, I think the whole concept of doing that was smart, and they weren't throwing
1: it at all. They were just towing it, and then because it Let was building go. it up, it was but bright. It, it was building up its own inertia to just keep on going straight. Which so the whole concept was 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 great. Mm-hmm. It's the execution that made absolutely no sense. <laughs> now what? Real simple. They could have just said, uh, "This ship is a hunk of junk. It's you know, it's barely got any power," and they could have just devo- uh, What's his space, Rutherford and. Livic Civic, whatever his name was, Livick. could have worked Civics together. A, Civic's a car, right? But they could have worked together <laughs> to get at least some kind of impulse power out of the engines. You know, if nothing else, they could have just devoted whatever they could find to the impulse. That wouldn't have been too far fetched, and it could have just ran on its own. You know, barely impulse power and just ran into it. Okay. Much better explanation than the freaking tractor be.
0: True, but they couldn't get a single system. Out. I think this thing was literally a husker shell. It was that bad. Yeah. Um but okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um but when it when the ship actually goes into the shields, it doesn't instantly take it down. It literally it goes in and it just obviously starts getting flattened into the dismantles yeah, it, as the shields. Yeah. But it was enough to punch a hole at, by the end, by the time it literally crumpled into nothing. Um and it opened quick enough for Freeman on the captain's yacht to break go go in through the hole before it restored again. Uh, which is mm. slightly more believable in terms of the shield only come down temporarily for a moment because yeah. it w- should go back up again that quickly. And it, she's on, Freeman's on the captain's yacht. And I, I'm thinking it. I'm sure loads of other people are thinking it. In fact, who's it that says it? I don't know if it was Bondler that says it. Uh, or Rutherford that says it. We have a captain's yacht? What? Really? Like, I, because the thing is, this is a running gag. So many starships and the hero ships of our series that we love have captain's yachts, but you very rarely see it because of budgetary reasons. The Voyager had a captain's yacht. The mm-hmm. Enterprise D, did it have a captain's yacht? I don't know. Maybe I don't remember probably. they were talking about it. but The E does, certainly, and you only see that in the movies. In fact, you only see the E in the movies, that's the point. Uh, you see it in the movies because they've got more money. Most, most, right. ships, most ships have a captain's yacht of a certain size, and we finally see it. It's basically a shuttlecraft. It's a souped up shur- uh, shuttle craft, like right. an advanced shuttle craft. Um, and they make a break through the hole before it uh, seals itself up, and then Mariner can go and get, sorry, uh, uh, Freeman can go and get her kids. So, uh, sorry, we're, get, we're, get, we're getting a little bit caught up in this whole slamming the ship into the shields. It's got me a bit upset.
1: <laughs> the other thing was, since you brought it up, was that I, I don't think it's very likely that she would have had a captain's yacht. The captain's yacht, generally speaking, was kept for senior captains, uh, higher-ranking type ships, or 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 ships of a certain class. You know, whatever. They're not going to put a stinking captain's yacht on On a a support class on a on a Sorry. Well, that's not going to happen.
0: I'm going to expand on your point. I agree with you, great. Look at the ship. Well, look. Don't look at your ship behind you because it's not behind you, really spoiler yeah. um that's sh- the ceritos there the picture of uh, gray's uh, ceritos in the background where's the bloody captain shot and yeah, that middle probably... bit no because it didn't look like that it looked like the rest of the hull uh, uh, we see there's a little they're, design they're hiding there. it somewhere like maybe they're hiding it right here no the, the captain shot's always <laughs> underneath the saucer mate. and every time yeah. there's been an example in a start in uh, a manual our technical manual has mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. been underneath. Tell me from wrong people. Tell me about yachts that are somewhere else on the ship. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe
1: would have been would have would have didn't have to do this, but what would have been cooler maybe is that if the if the saucer section separates off the Cerritos. Oh, road, it's I been would've. done. It's been done to death. Yeah. True, but that <sighs> would make more sense because there is no captain's yacht. Sorry, on her ship. I don't. I don't care what they say. It's yeah, because you you could
0: have a secondary. Uh, yeah, if you think about it, that saucer separates. And yeah, then you've here's. just got literally two warpner cells going about the galaxy, <laughs> right? <laughs> because right. they have a they have they have a middle section though. Look, move, yeah, you, move yeah. your chair slightly to your right, Gray. Slightly to your right. All okay. right. I see there. Right. So we see underneath in between right that it middle was, bit. It, it would it would separate right here. No, so the pylons. Part. It's only the pylons that are the the struts that are that are attached to oh, the nacelle. Yeah, 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 so yeah. those That's two would at the at the cell bit. Those those two would detach there. So you've got two big struts attached to two pylons underneath flying about and that middle bit that would work (laughs) that middle bit is something to do with the warp field that actually i don't know if it advances it makes it better or makes it more stable it's actually a throwback to enterprise the nx class if you remember and i think Mm. in that middle bit there could be a little battle bridge sorry it's just where we're going to Star Trek nuts here, man. It's just hyper Yeah, we're doing uh, Trek Yards now. We're doing we're <laughs> Trek... Yes, sorry, Trek Yards. Apologies. Um, I love what you do, but yeah, we're we not you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, in captain's... any case, it should have just been a, a, a shuttlecraft. It would have served that would make more purpose. sense. Uh, but yeah. they do use the Captain's yacht. Um Now, this whole time, Nick Licardo on uh, in his, uh, he's literally beamed over to uh, Mariner's ship uh because he fires on her he catches up on her and he does actually um fire i just like star trek to the wrath of Khan, wrecks one of the nacelles very accurate she is dead in the water uh and he literally beams over and they have a bit of a conversation you're you're a d you know you're a d and then it basically it gets to the point where uh i'm trying to think what happened after there yeah she literally goes and sets the the Genesis device off because she's got no weapons. The ship is crippled. Uh, he, she literally goes, right, okay, we're both going then. Sets the device. And just before the ship's about to blow up, because uh, literally at this stage here, Lucarno goes over to try and dismantle the bomb. He's like, you kidding me? I was a genius back in the caramano how to dismantle this bomb. And he does. Right. He He finds the way to do it. But then a little Ferengi emotion emoji pops up with a little Ferengi <laughs> voice and goes, "To dismantle this bomb, please insert two bars of latinum. And he's like, "Ah, oh, for <laughs> <laughs>
1: come on!" He that was it. really funny. He's there going they put a bomb behind a paywall.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They put a they put they put a paywall on the bomb. They put a paywall on the bomb, uh, which is a bit of if you're a, you play video games, you know about paywalls and pay hey, win and right. whatnot so that was genius and literally as they're both about to be blown up uh mariner does she does she gets speamed up her mom comes in save the day and all good and bye bye lucarno i thought he would make a break for it, man. i thought he'd escape i did
1: wait but i'm gonna back up on something that's gonna come into play later And is when lucarno had her at phaser point and she uh um Mariner wasn't believing that he would actually kill her, but when she was beamed up, he certainly did because he was going to kill her. The beam went through. Oh uh, yeah, he fires yeah, yeah. So he was definitely going to kill her.
0: There's no doubt about it. So, yeah. and that's going to come into play in a minute. I'll she, 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 she. Yeah, she was literally. And the process of being beamed up when the phaser was shot. And I always wondered okay. what happens as you're getting beamed up and your atoms have not quite left that spot and the phaser beam goes through. I've always wondered, that's happened so many times in Star Trek. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's a good point. She, the, the, the day saved, all good. Um, nice scenes uh, as we see the captain's yacht escaping the Genesis device, warping away. No issues with the warp in cells. Th- I'm glad they didn't do that. They didn't literally copy it verbatim, Star Trek II, the Rafa Khan, because that would have spoiled it. That would have just made a, right. mor- mo- a mockery of it grey. So I'm glad mm-hmm. they just went, okay, you see it warping out, and you see the 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 Star Trek 2, the the classic Star Trek warp coloured effect, which makes no sense in science fiction. <laughs> it makes n- zilch it, it makes more know, sense when it goes. The TNG makes more sense almost when it goes from sure. zero to like that, like this. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it
1: Look like colourful fireworks. Like
0: it <laughs> looks nice, but it doesn't make sense. So yeah, and then the Genesis device is blown up now with Lucarno on the ship there, and you see it start to develop the cloud, the gasses and whatnot, and then the, the just captain's shot is bombing, a, bombing away. Now, Gray doesn't like this bit either. Yep. <laughs> the new they decide to name this planet because they do try to save Lucarno because, you know, that's the Starfleet way. Try and save even the bad guys. They named the planet that the Genesis no device created, Lucarno, because it's literally made up of his atoms. His atoms are literally, and it, it blew up. He was literally an epicenter. Um, Gray doesn't like this. He's not happy. No, no, it's totally ridiculous. I don't care if you want to throw a
1: cartoon logic or what, but why are they going to name a planet or a system after a nutbag murderer? That makes murderer. no sense at all. This guy is no doubt a murderer. He had, you know, he 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 was at least guilty of manslaughter when one of his crew members got killed years ago. He would have killed Mariner no doubt if she hadn't been uh uh you know beamed off, so that would make him a murderer again. So he's a murderer. So we're going to go oh, let's name it after Lacarno because of, you know, he's piece part of it now and I'm like, are you kidding me? So from now this moment on, would they uh, oh, we went to the new Locarno system. Oh, who was that named after? Oh, uh, murderer.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I see both points. I get really why dumb. they I get why they named it that way because he literally it is literally made up of him. Um however that would have yeah, been fine if he yeah, had some yeah, redeeming quality. I, I did say both points, Gray. That's why yeah. I saw they done I, that's why I agree they done that. But I also see your point. You don't really name many systems of planets off of uh murder, murderers. So I get it, I get it. <laughs> it's like
1: I mean, in the, in Klingon, it would probably They probably would have done that because in Klingon, that's true. Really that's, anyway. an, that's ultimate so, honor, isn't it? Right. So or that yeah, would honor. make that would make total sense. But this is not Klingon; it's a Federation. You name it after murder, right? So like, let's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Let,
0: let's not forget. Uh, of course, Freeman escapes punishment because you know. She opened to she to open up dialogue with Orions and kind of saved everyone. So it's the usual thing where you're either not back a rank or you're let off the hook. So she's let off the hook. <laughs> um, and but Arin uh, ship turns up and as agreed, uh, Tendi has to go back to Orion. That was that was the deal. Unfortunately, and she goes, "No, I'll, I'll go. I won't stay. I have to honour my." I have to honor my pledge and what I said I would do. Uh, poor Rutherford is upset. He's lost his girlfriend, stroke colleague, stroke whatever the is yeah. called. This her. is the first time where I really saw both of them like
1: crying a lot. And whether they both admit And they didn't have not, a kiss they... at the
0: end. Honest to God, I was know a I was, time. I was, Yeah,
1: yeah, I was kinda of thinking oh. like that would have been the moment to maybe do it. Another missed opportunity. But it, despite that though, you could tell that they both even though they don't say they're boyfriend and girlfriend, you know that they are. Oh, something yeah. they're not just, just not admitting yeah you know 100%. and stuff and I felt
0: I felt bad because she was going and stuff like that and it was like oh and you, you, and know, you like... see her on the, the you see her looking sad on sure. uh, the Ryan ship as it warps away from the Cerritos but yeah. then she gets her shit together she literally turns around and goes you've got this and then just goes into a rhyme mode. She just looks and feels different. I'm she's like, got a plan, right? She's a got bit, planning. And then it just ends. The episode ends there. And I'm like, oh, what's what's going on here? It's not a cliffhanger, but it's. Yeah, it's just going, kind of a, a
1: sign of things to come because she's got to get back with her crew. So she's
0: going to have some kind of plan, whatever that might be. I'm going to give you my score at a 10 first because Gray's is a bit longer than mm-hmm. mine. So I think he needs more of the limelight. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I did give it an eight and a half, but I changed it to eight just to make it slightly more balanced. Um, I went. I, I'm basically thinking. I think the payoff. What I see here exactly is the payoff of that ship coming at the end of most episodes doing its thing was just about worth it. No more. I don't think it was amazing. I thought it was pretty cool what they'd done, but great touches on a point there where it was maybe too serious in that respect. So. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they just pulled it off and no more. I was entertained by it. I think I was caught up in the entertainment and enjoyment of it to see these nitpicks, whereas Grey's got a different vibe, and he'll get to that in a moment. Um, I did think it was a little bit funner than than the prior episodes. Not as funny as you and I would still expect from a Dex episode, but right. when you have Tiana with a brilliant one-liner, like, let's go and F shit up, I'm just like yes, that's that's a half a point to a point on its own. Um, more one-liners. I like the story. Is it? I didn't think it was all over the place, but I do like the story, and it was a nice end to the series. They've got a lot yeah. of work to do in the next season because this has not been a great. I would probably give this an average of maybe six out of ten for the season, maybe if I'm being generous. But by all means, great. Yeah. What did you give out of ten and, and why? All right, I I kind of
1: knocked it more. I only gave it 6 out of 10, and my reasoning was because I was confused as to what the episode was trying to do. Was it trying to be serious or was it trying to be funny? And to me, it was coming off as being much more serious, and that's not Lower Decks. So it had the feel and the vibe of a serious episode, which normally would not be so bad, perhaps, because that's fine, but not in Lower Decks. So I'm going like, so what are you doing? You're throwing the humor out the window? I mean... And then when they did put the humor in there, not to say that some of it was wasn't good. There was some good humor and there was some that was eh. But for, you know, overall, most of the humor kind of fell flat because you were going from seriousness all of a sudden into a, a, a what sounded to me like a, a strained one liner or whatever, just to kind of, oh, we're not going to stay totally serious. Let's throw a few funny jokes in there. It it just didn't click with me or anything. Um there were there were some definitely WTF moments as we already presented too many for me to let go by. If it was one, fine, but I but I you know I picked out at least three already, mm. and that's that's too much. One is too much. Two is definitely too much. Three is like forget it. <laughs> um, so the <laughs> point is is that if you're going to be a comedy, there were plenty of times, and even me and Trev pointed out one or two of them where they could have took the opportunity to really do some funny stuff. But this episode was almost like a serious episode with, you know, uh, 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 that didn't take itself a- as serious as it could. When it really comes down to it, I think we both agree Lower Decks is first and foremost a comedy. Yeah. They may sprinkle in some seriousness here and there, which is fine. but you know, lots of comedy shows sprinkled in a little seriousness here and there, no problem. But it's a comedy. And this, is, this was flipped the other way. It was like serious. And comedy was the afterthought. But I, come, I, just, I just couldn't. My comeback to play. that
0: always is: I always say to Gray, "Season three of The Orville," and he always defends it, and he goes, "Ah, <laughs> oh, I liked it. It was still funny, but they tried to make themselves more serious." And I went, "I loved well, season one. It was so funny, and it had a story to it as well. And they flipped it on its head, to it was mostly serious and only a few funny moments in it. I still enjoyed it, but they changed it."
1: See, to me, I was more happy that they went from the too funny to the more serious on the Orville because that was more like the original series. The original series always was able to interject humor at just the right moments, mm. uh, and it always paid off. and And to their credit, in my my opinion, the Orville did that in the second season and the third season. They they still they popped it in where especially it yeah. should have happened, and the rest of it was you know solid trek type stuff. My my thing is I'm so I was so disappointed they didn't decide to do a fourth season and I am not blaming McFarland, but I know yeah, he's so busy doing a bunch of different shows and whatever. Yeah, um but a it's a shame because because I thought they did such a good job overall. There's a lot and, to
0: that, Grace, yeah. Yeah. It's and hard. I
1: think the those three seasons of Orville were so much more trek like than the trek that they're putting out yeah uh, lately. Yeah. And I just was like, oh man. And then when it ended, it was like, and it was a great third season. It just kind of, that's it, go, folks. And like, oh man. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, Okay. Okay. It's too bad they wouldn't, they, they don't, when things like that can happen, you don't, why won't they just do a movie then? Don't do a whole series and
0: just do one really good two hour well, uh, TV type movie. That's a good segue on to uh, if you like entertainment chat and stuff like that, other sci fi, uh, you can listen and tune into Grey's podcast, which is Grey's Green Room and that is don't hold us to it no not that t-shirt <laughs> that's what i one. know uh um don't hold us to it but we try to do like one episode a month just depends on content and personal stuff and there's actually stuff to talk about because there's strikes and all that on but we done an episode last week uh and if you go to Gray's green room at Gray's green room on twitter youtube podcasts and platforms you'll find it in whatever medium you want um, and we'll probably be back maybe later this month uh, or yep. next month for another episode Um, we should, and a, we, should, we should do a turkey special well you guys don't do a, a what special though. a turkey special <laughs> you guys don't do thanksgiving I was just throwing that in there for our American friends yeah, don't get me started in that thanksgiving I, I <laughs> never understand that what an ex- it's an excuse to have a, a party big piss up in the family and a big meal yeah, man. just before Christmas, just <laughs> before Christmas, man. Timing is impeccable. No, 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 wait. What's
1: worse is the, how they keep on backing up the advertisement for, Chris, for Christmas on television. They used to wait until Thanksgiving was over here, and immediately they would pound you with the Christmas uh, you know, commercials and stuff. Now, then all of a sudden they backed it up before Thanksgiving, then they backed it up again, then they backed it up again, and now they're showing it. Before Halloween, they were showing Christmas advertisements. And I'm going like, dude, this what is rule. This
0: should be a lot. I man. know. It's, be...
1: it's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not in the mood for
0: this garbage until later. I mean, come on. Two massive it's, feeds, man. Just yeah, in the space funny. of like, what, a month or so. When is Thanksgiving? Has it been? Over here, it's always the
1: fourth uh, Thursday. So it, this year, it's going to be uh, the 23rd. So
0: within a month, they'll get two massive piss-ups, parties, feeds. Oh my gosh, genius. Sir. Yeah,
1: man, is, that's, what, that's what the end of the year's about. We get that party and then the, ho- the other holidays start moving in and it's like New oh, Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, right, so yes, um,
0: distracted massively. But right wait, there. before
1: before we go, I think it's important to say now, we know at least from what we've heard is that supposedly Discovery fifth season is going to be on in February. Now, we know that these things change all the time, so, mm-hmm. we're, so we hope it's going to be on in February, but they haven't really said that concrete. It will be, because that's three months um, away, and that's the gap they want to have. Right, exactly. Um, the other kind of bummer thing is, unfortunately, because of the writer's strike, which is already concluded, uh, uh, the actors, not so much. So they're still on strike, which means production still can't happen. Mm-hmm. So that means that, man, I, we don't even know when new st- episodes of other Trek shows are going to be on. It could be a long time. Yep. But I think you know, I've, I, I was speaking for Trev. Maybe for a second, we're, we're going to try to come back with some kind of specials so that we're not just not doing you know nothing. Um, uh, but it does it does make it more difficult when, when stuff like this happens. But there's things that Trev and I discuss that we can mess with.
0: Yeah. But if you have suggestions no. yourself, people put them below. Don't like yeah. it, don't dislike it. Just put comments below. What do you want to see? Yeah, just what put anything you want you to see. reviewed. No idea
1: yeah. is a bad idea. We, we may or may not
0: do it. Top five, top ten, or what Star Trek character does Gray look like the most, or what Star Trek character does Gray want to sleep with the most? Just give us ideas <laughs> and specials and we'll see what we can do. A lower deck character for sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, no, no. Listen, th- there will be more content. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, and the last thing not to forget to mention is, um, after later this evening, we'll be joining our friends uh, Nick and, and Ross to do our gaming pod. We do a gaming pod as well most weeks. Um, basically, search under at, at extreme pc. In uh, fact, no, it's a change. It's his Discord link. Change no, extreme, 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 extreme gaming podcast. So if you search for that, there'll be a Discord link. Uh, which I'll need to update and put below, but it should be below when you get to it. And if you join there, there's a channel that we talk about Star Trek stuff in there. There's a channel uh, a channel or a room we talk about Grey's Green Room Entertainment stuff as well, plus gaming stuff. So like all the cool stuff in one, one server, come and see us. And uh, we do a Twitch right. stream once a week so you can download these VOD and we talk about game reviews and whatnot. So yeah, we'll wrap it up there, Greg, because this has been a really long okay. one. It was the finale. We expected it to be like that. But we will do some specials over the course of the next few months, but we'll definitely be back for Discovery Season Five, which I'm looking forward to because it's that's the finale and I want it to end well. So uh but yeah, thank you for your patience, people. Thank you for coming along, great. And till next time, do your thing, mate. Live
1: long and prosper, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye.